are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material, and before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Belinda Allen and I'm a Senior Economist here at ComBank and we are doing back-to-back central bank podcasts this week. We had Joe Caperso talking about the Federal Reserve lifting interest rates by 50 basis points in March 2020 and now I've got Gareth Aird with me, the Head of Australian Economics, to talk about the RBA. Gareth, good to have you on. It's nice to be here, Belinda, and uh, in, in what is, seems like a very fluid in, environment for central banks at the moment. It is, and that really comes down to what's happening in terms of inflation, but also what markets uh, are thinking as well. So we've got to constantly be reassessing our view about the outlook for central banks, and certainly what given we've been hearing so much from the Reserve Bank of Australia, we heard on Friday from Governor Lowe, and that really gave us a chance to reassess their reaction function based on some interesting commentary in his three-hour testimony before Parliament. What did he say? Well, look, he said a lot, um, <laughs> but there was enough in there for us to uh, revisit our call on the mm. cash rate um, because we think there was some pretty clear signals there around finally what the Reserve Bank is actually looking for to get them over the line to hike the cash rate. Um, and this all sort of goes back to this sustainably within the target uh, idea on inflation. And you know, it was only a couple of weeks ago, uh, the governor was out there saying that the Reserve Bank did not have a definition uh, of what sustainably in the target range actually meant. Uh, but we did find out last week on, on Friday that um, the RBO thinks it would be good to see a couple more CPIs before finally raising the cash rate. And our call, um, was for for them to start the hiking cycle in August. But that little piece of information was enough for us to pull forward uh, the starting time for the the increase in the cash rate to June, uh, which means they only see one CPI between now and then. But the way we've interpreted it is that um, the Reserve Bank's probably looking for two CPIs in line with their forecasts. Mm. Uh, And if and if the inflation data was to drop that way, then um, based on what the governor said, it would appear that August is when they're thinking they would, they would raise the cash rate. But if the CPI comes in differently to what they're expecting, then they may not need to see two, two reads. And that's where we've arrived. We think the um, Q1 CPI will come in a lot stronger than their forecast. Therefore, they won't need to see um, two more inflation reports. Bearing in mind, they've already seen a couple from that relate to last year that show inflation's accelerating and that then uh, it'll just be a couple of uh, updates on wages that get them over the line. And so we've we've pulled that um, call forward now for a lift-off in the cash rate of of June of this year. So... We have had a, a long-held view that inflation is accelerating and will be above the RBA's forecast and they've kind of gradually, each forecasting cycle, kind of in a way matched their forecast to what was happening, but they haven't gone above and beyond that. Whereas we're watching inflation data all the time in terms of business surveys uh, and we're seeing just a lift in uh inflation come through the system so we're pretty confident that we will get to that point that the rba will be happy to go in june the question is why would they not go earlier why would they not go in may uh well just just um to to step back a little bit in terms of um what they're actually forecast and what we think we're going to see uh the reserve bank has forecast 
um, Tremene inflation to be three and a quarter percent by the middle of this year. And so if you back that out, they're looking for increases of around 0.8% in both Q1 and Q2 uh, on the Tremene. Now, in contrast, uh, we're expecting the trim mean to increase by 1.2% uh, over the quarter. And, and if we're right, that's a significant beat mm. on the Reserve Bank's forecast. And you know, that wouldn't surprise us. Um, you know, over the past six months, the inflation data has come in a lot stronger than the Reserve Bank has been expecting. And the Reserve Bank is basically forecast that um, – that the Q4 CPI of last year will, will be the strongest inflation report. Um, whereas we, we're looking at the data and thinking, well, and the business surveys indicate that um, price rises have actually intensified over the early part of 2022, and that should feed through to a stronger uh, inflation print for Q1 relative to Q4. So that, that data will um, print at the end of April, mm. uh, which means that the Reserve Bank will go to the May board meeting with a uh, what we think will be a very strong inflation report, which in and of itself uh, could could be enough to get them over the line, but we don't think it will be. We think that they'll wait um, until mid-May when their Q1 wage price index data uh, drops. That should show that wages growth is accelerating. Uh, that'll satisfy their wages condition, and therefore they pull the, the cash rate um uh, lever in June. Uh, there's definitely a risk that they go in May, but we think they'll just take the opportunity to tell the markets that um, if the wages data comes in line with, with what they're expecting, then it would be appropriate to discuss raising interest rates at the June board meeting, and that's going to be interpreted as a, as a green light that they're hiking uh, at the next meeting. So they will see one more inflation print before then, but two more wages prints before then because we actually get Q4 21 wages data next week. And just with that tight labour market, we are expecting an acceleration in wages growth from here. That, that's exactly right. Um, they'll, they'll just be a range of evidence that indicates it's time to raise the cash rate. There'll be, there'll be nothing really left for them to see. Um, we'll have inflation above the target band. Uh, we'll have wages growth, we think, on a six-month annualised basis, uh, running at above 3%. So they'll be comfortable there that wages growth has come through. We could have an unemployment rate with a three-handle yeah. on it by that point. Um, the leading indicators of labour demand look very strong. And it will be appropriate to, to normalise the cash rate. Um, and from that point, Everyone in the market then will really be focused on what the tightening cycle actually looks like. Uh, there's obviously you know, been a lot of focus on what, what what date they're actually starting to raise rates, but you know the profile of the tightening cycle then becomes very important. And on that front, we've actually got quite a different view to what's currently priced in the financial markets. That's right. So we've brought forward the rate hike from August 22 to June 22, but we actually haven't changed the number of rate hikes in our forecast. So we've got the first cash rate occurring in June 22, and that's a 15 basis point increase in the cash rate, taking it from 0.1% to 0.25%. And then we have that followed by two lots of 25 basis point increases in the third quarter of this year, another one in the fourth quarter that will take the cash rate to 1% by the end of 2022, and then one further one in the first quarter of 2023. And that takes the cash rate to 1.25%, which has been our view on the estimate of the neutral cash rate for quite some time. So that's very different to the market, as you said, and really that terminal cash rate is very much driven by our view on the impact of those rate hikes on the economy, but also in particular on the housing market. That's exactly right. Um, you know, it's been a long, long time since the RBA has actually increased the cash rate. And what we'll, 
That's right. And what we'll find is the economy is not static. Um, as rates start to rise, that will generate changes uh, in the economy, changes in behaviour. Uh, that'll have an impact on economic outcomes. And we think that in, in that context, the Reserve Bank won't actually have to raise the cash rate mm. too high um, for it to start to have an impact on the economy. Um, you know, there are there are lots of home borrowers out there that have borrowed at record low interest rates, and a lot of them have actually fixed their rates over over the COVID period. And these borrowers will be rolling off uh, fixed rates onto either floating rates or refixing at an interest rate, which is quite a bit higher than the rate that they're currently on. Um, the, we, we've done some work around this um, to estimate that there's probably around $500 billion of mortgage loans that will be expiring over the next couple of years that are currently fixed. And they're fixed at a rate of somewhere around two and a quarter percent to two and a half percent. So even if the Reserve Bank didn't raise interest rates, um, you know, those borrowers on fixed rates would still be rolling over their loans onto higher interest rates. Yeah. But we think when you then couple that with a reserve bank that will re be raising the cash rate, uh, they won't have to do all that much for it to um, to have the desired impact. So the reserve bank is really just seeking at, at this stage to normalize the cash rate. They're not trying to take it uh, into contractionary settings. Uh, it could be the case that they turn out to do that if the economy is running too hot, but on the basis that they don't have to get to do that, uh, we think that they'll get to around one and a quarter percent by the beginning of next year and then just sit on the sidelines through the rest of 2023 as the fixed rates roll over uh, and, um, and the Reserve Bank sort of takes stock of what impact uh, their rate hikes uh, to that point actually have on the economy. And it's probably worth just flagging there that we think that um, as rates go up, uh, home prices go down. And we're looking for about a 10% fall in home prices over 2023. And we think that will feed into the mix then of just you know, the Reserve Bank being cautious about needing to, to, to pull rates too high. Certainly going to be an interesting uh, next three or four months for the central bank. And obviously between now and then we do get the federal budget. So there's going to be lots of talk about whether or not monetary policy will be tightened, which we're obviously now expecting in June, but also what will happen on the fiscal policy side. It's going to be a very interesting few months. Gareth, thanks for joining. Lovely to chat. Now, you can read uh, Gareth Ed's report on the bringing forward of the RBA cash rate call to June 2022 on combankresearch.com.au and that report was published on the 15th of February 2022.